This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Osborne, and I'm covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. It is March 16, 2020. This is your boy, Jonathan. We are back at it once again. Keeping it going, keeping the episodes coming out every single Monday, even throughout this hiatus here and through the offseason, I guess, whatever we might be preparing for. Who really knows at this point? Uh, First and foremost, I hope you guys are all taking the proper precautions out there. The CDC recommended precautions just kind of have been thrown out there again and again. The social distancing, everything seems to be closing. Schools are closing. Certain states, they're closing all bars and restaurants and everything like that. Corona can't keep down the six-man show. You are right about that, my friend. Josh Tall, go magic. Yes, sir. It is always go magic, even through this hiatus period that we have here Um, just to kind of give you guys an update as far as what's going on. Like I said, we're going to keep the episodes coming out every single Monday throughout this hiatus, uh, but I don't really know what that's going to look like, right? So a lot of the show depends on what kind of news we have coming out as far as NBA news, obviously as Orlando Magic news. Show is really easier during the season when we've got three, four games every single week. You know, plenty of games to talk about, transactions, rumors, all of that stuff, right? Uh, but through you know this time where the NBA is suspended, um, really, um, as news comes out, I'm going to be able to bring that to you guys on a weekly basis. But I would be lying if I told you guys that this podcast wasn't going to get very weird over the next few months. So if you're able to hang around, you're able to stick around, really, really appreciate that. Um, I'm a a big guy uh, as far as, you know, like video games, music, movies, stuff like that. So we might bring some pop culture kind of stuff into this, being as how we don't have any sports whatsoever to talk about, guys. It's, It's going to make for a really rough amount of time. So what I'm referring to, right, so obviously Adam Silver last week came out and said that on, you know, um, NBA on TNT that the the NBA was going to be suspended for at least 30 days, right? So not too long ago, a little over an hour ago, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted this out. He said, CDC recommendation of no events of 50 plus people for next two months comes as a number of NBA owners and executives increasingly believe a best case scenario is mid to late June return to play with no fans. League scouting for possible arena dates all the way through August. Josh is saying he's sad he can't watch the Magic and go to the games. Absolutely, man. Basically, like the end of September, October, my entire schedule revolves around Orlando Magic preseason, Orlando Magic regular season, hopefully Orlando Magic playoffs. And then even once they're eliminated, I watch the rest of the playoffs, the finals, and everything like that. So usually from like September to, you know, first, second week of June, I'm good to go, right? Now we're just hardcore pulling the e-brake halfway through March, and it's it's really, really rough, right? So uh, just a couple of changes uh, or updates, rather, should I say, since last week's show. We knew that, you know, that night uh, I went live after the, the news came out that Rudy Gobert had been, um, you know, tested positive for the coronavirus and that the NBA was being suspended immediately. 
Since then, Donovan Mitchell has also tested positive for coronavirus, as well as Christian Wood of the Detroit Pistons. So I don't know if there's any, I believe that's it so far, as far as um, NBA players being diagnosed. I think there's a, a G League player, or or maybe maybe I'm thinking the, the minor league player in the MLB that was diagnosed with coronavirus. The thing about this, guys, you know, I don't want it to be news every single time that you know somebody is diagnosed with coronavirus. Unfortunately, at the rate that things are going, it seems like it's going to be a fairly common thing you know, going forward. Now, um, the CDC and the government has recommended that everybody do their best to do what we're now calling you know, social distancing, meaning stay inside at your house just with your immediate family as much as possible. Not going out to you know the store if you don't need to or to other restaurants or other large gatherings, stuff like that. The whole point behind that is to try to lower the rate of infection over the next few months here. Because if the rate of infection gets too high and there are too many individuals that come down with severe cases of coronavirus, and that could overwhelm you know the healthcare system, the hospitals, everything like that. And that's what they're trying to avoid, uh, of you know trying to keep the rate of infection down once again um, can go a long way in you know kind of um, increasing you know the, the quality of outcome as far as this goes. So um, just make sure. Like we've been saying, guys, make sure you're washing your hands. If you're coughing or sneezing, you're doing so, you know, into, you know, your upper arm, your elbow. Make sure that you guys are staying safe, man. Um, A lot of us weren't taking this very seriously at first, myself included. I'll own up to that. Uh, But at this point, guys, we, we pretty much have no choice but to be, you know, vigilant and, and and to, to be careful and and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, guys, um, show's going to get weird. Like I said, we're going to, over the next couple of weeks, um, I, you know, I mentioned that I, I've been looking for a co-host for the show. I've been going through that entire process, so I'm hoping, um, you know, in the next week or so that we find that individual, um, and then you know, we we bring them on the show and everything like that. So once again, going through that process, uh, really enjoying that. We've we've got a lot of you know great candidates and, and everything like that. So I will give you guys an update on that as soon as we can. Um, but other than that, guys, we're, we're going to do our best to, to talk Orlando Magic basketball. We can't talk current Orlando Magic basketball, but we can talk about things like I plan on going through and doing player grades just like we would at the end of a season. We'll talk about that. We can pick a, an MVP of the season up to this point. Um, you know, I hope that this gives us um, you know, a little bit of an opportunity to, to look you know, head to the summer, but the summer or offseason season. We don't really know when exactly that is going to be. So, uh, but I want to do you know s- some fun stuff like um, we can do you know best Magic game in history, best you know Orlando Magic jerseys. Uh, I'd love to get you know some more fan interaction with the show going forward. I feel like it's going to be necessary uh, to bring you guys a good show. So be on the lookout for that. As always, send me any questions that you have, anything that you'd like answered on the show. Give me some recommendations. What would you guys like to hear on the show? What do you want me to, you know, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to go over? All that kind of stuff, right? So, um, but moving forward, just in in everyday life, things are going to get pretty interesting, right? So we got news that the CDC is recommending that you know people don't gather in in groups larger than than fifty. Uh, talk about the the Spencer Dinwiddie proposed bracket. That's that's a great idea, actually. Spencer Dinwiddie tweeted out. Um, either yesterday or the day before, posted out a, a proposal 
for how the NBA should continue things uh, when they when they resume play. So let me pull that up here. Going to Spencer Dinwiddie's Twitter right now. He posted a whole thread on it, and it, honestly, it was a a pretty good idea. Reading, you know, what he had to say about it, I had a, a few things uh, that I would personally change about it. Um, but yeah, all right. So let's see. All right, so we've got his thread here. It looks like it's eleven tweets long. Wow. Okay, guys. So bear with me here. We're gonna read through this entire thing in its entirety. Once again, said the show is gonna get weird, and as we do this, it is going to. Let's see. Minor league player tested positive for coronavirus. I'm not sure if a G league player tested for coronavirus. Yeah, like I said, minor league player. I believe it was for the Yankees tested positive, but not sure about the G leaguer. So if I got that mixed up, that is my mistake. I apologize for that. So Spencer Dinwiddie's tweet, we're going to read this entire 11 tweet thread. The idea for a tournament comes from the NBA's constant issues revolving fan engagement slash TV revenues, etc. The core reason for all that is because the NBA went the opposite direction of college when it was struggling and instituted the merger of ABA NBA. They concluded that fans weren't buying into teams and boring team basketball, but had a higher likelihood buying into singular, high-flying, drama-filled storylines, and that plotted this course. Wilt was special as the Celtics brand, but really kind of starting with Dr. J in the 70s in terms of player branding being more important. Then you got the white, black, bird, magic storyline of the 80s, MJ perfection of the 90s. I don't know if this is the same thread now that I'm going through and reading this entire thing. I don't think this is. He's talking more about the tournament here. The man has been pretty active in the last 24 hours on Twitter. My goodness. I mean, at this point, right, guys don't have anything better to do. We saw Terrence Ross went NBA, you know, uh, went live on uh, Instagram the other day, enjoying, you know, a, a nice glass of wine, but was obviously pretty bored um, with the Instagram live and, and ended it not uh, too soon. So, okay, here we go. Spencer Dinwiddie. Now, this is the actual thread, I believe. Okay, let's see. All right. So, okay, so hear me out, NBA. And before I start, I got to give credit to John Geiger and Sean. We play. We already play a 16-team playoff, playoff, basically. We're losing roughly 18 games. Current viewers have said they wait for it to get exciting slash playoff time. Also, we see the reception of March Madness. We could do a five-game tune-up and just jump straight to a March Madness best of seven, winner take all, every team tournament. Not bound by conference, but all one through 30, just getting to it bracket style. Every game would be nationally televised, fans would go crazy, could even neutral site the play-in series, since 30 isn't an even breakdown, in a football arena like the national championship to try to recoup some revenue, right? So he's showing basically it turns into 28 team single elimination, but he's talking about like a best of seven. So I like the idea, right? It reminds me a little bit of the Bill Simmons, what he calls the entertaining as hell tournament, but specifically talking about Spencer Dinwiddie, right? Um, basically, this is my issue. So, and other people have said this, if you're going to seed it, you know, one through 30, you have the four, the last four teams with the playing games. We're t- probably talking about teams like, you know, the Warriors, um, which that could get kind of interesting. You know, we don't know if it's going to be two months before these teams are back. Maybe we see Clay Thompson comes back. Who, who knows, right? Um, looking at teams like the Brooklyn Nets, who knows if, if KD comes back or Kyrie comes back. I doubt most of that stuff, but if that were to happen, it would make uh, a tournament like that pretty interesting. But this is my issue, right? 
So number one seed, we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Golden State Warriors, nobody wants to right now. I mean, maybe if you throw Steph in their shirt. Let's use another team, for instance. Let's talk about like the Chicago Bulls or, or the Cavs. I don't know where exactly they're at right now in the standings, but just using this for an example, so bear with me. So we take the the Bulls. We take the Bucks. We put them in a, in a seven-game series. Nobody wants to watch what would be four games of the Bucks sweeping the Bulls. So this is my... This is this is my um, suggestion as far as that goes. So you have Milwaukee, you have Chicago Bulls, right? They match up in the first round, but it's a single game elimination, winner takes all. Everybody would watch that, right? Now you could argue that the NBA wouldn't want to risk that because if the Bucks are gone, boom, first round, it's over. Maybe that hurts ratings or whatever. Because what you do, first round, right, to get it down to what would that be, fourteen teams or whatever. You do single game elimination, and then maybe the second round you start with like five game series, and then maybe the next couple rounds are are seven game series of whatever. However, the math would break down, guys. Right? We've been over this. I'm not great at math. You heard me read his tweets a few minutes ago. I'm not great with reading either. Okay? I graduated high school with like a you know a 2.3 GPA. Not not bragging or anything, but it is what it is. Right? High school wasn't a huge fan. Did the bare minimum to get by. Anyways, right? What you could do uh, to to kind of you know go against what I just said, um, you could take. We we know at least the the Eastern Conference is, is basically a one team race with with Milwaukee, right? If you want to throw in, um, you know whoever is the the second seed right now, I, I really don't remember. Is it is it Toronto or whoever it is at this point in time? Haven't been not been any NBA basketball to pay attention to this week. So um, my, my brain is going a little bit fuzzy on the standings here. Let me let me pull this up while we're while we're going through this so we can really look at this. Okay, yeah, Toronto's the second seed. Should never have doubted myself. So we take Milwaukee, we take Toronto in the East. We give both of them a first round bye, right? Then we take, we know the West is the, the race of the LA teams, right? So we take the Clippers, we take the Lakers, right? We give both of those teams a first round bye. That way, they're kind of spared from that single game elimination. But I feel like that would just be absolutely crazy, right? My favorite weekend of March Madness is honestly the first weekend because there's, what, 30-second games, and there's always upsets. Saw a couple years ago, um, U.S. NBC, whatever that school's name was that beat Virginia, the, the 16th seed beat the number one seed, right? That was amazing. That was incredible. So in my opinion, that that would be awesome. First round, single game elimination. Your entire season is on the line. You televise every single game. Turn that into like a, a four-day weekend, like you know, like they do in, in the NCAA, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Make a huge thing about it. The NBA is back, all this stuff. It would just be absolutely phenomenal. It'd be crazy entertaining. Then you know, every single team in the NBA basically has a chance um, to to make the playoffs and, and to, to try to compete for an NBA title at that point. And then just for time constraints, you make maybe the first and, and the, the second and third rounds. Uh, maybe you make those five-game series. And then, um, you know, if you get into either the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, or the NBA Finals, then you go back to the seven-game um, you know, the, the classic format and everything like that. And for God's sake, NBA, when you bring back the season, we bring back the playoffs, we bring back the finals, bring back the classic finals script logo. Can we just all agree on that? That's the best NBA finals logo by far. Bring back where you put the LOB, the Larry OB, Larry O'Brien trophy in the middle of the court behind the team's logo. 
Those are just the best times, right? Brings me back to my childhood. Good times. Good times. So, yeah, thanks for bringing up Spencer Dinwiddie's bracket, Carson. Uh, Help me fill content here. It's going to be very important for you guys to help me as much as possible over the next few weeks, few months to bring content and ideas and, and everything like that back to you know to me so we can keep this show going so um something i tweeted out earlier in the week that unfortunately has now come to fruition when everyone was talking i was seeing a lot of tweets you know people saying oh man 30 days without the nba is gonna suck you know 29 more days 28 more days i can't wait for the nba to come back and i was like man i really think a lot of people have the wrong expectation when it comes to this thing and what's going on just from you know, what, what I could see happen in, in China, you know, and in Italy, and just as quickly as this virus is developing and, and spreading and everything like that, my whole thing was, man, I just don't see any possible scenario where we return back to playing basketball, you know, in the next 30 days with or without fans, right? This whole thing got shut down instantly the moment that you know Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus and what I will say I think I mentioned this a few minutes ago but and uh and someone tweeted this out I don't remember who it was I'm not trying to take credit from anyone but I can't remember who it was stop trying to turn Rudy Gobert into patient zero like he was the very first person with coronavirus every single time we talk about coronavirus and the NBA going forward we don't need to bring up Rudy Gobert the chances are so many other dudes are going to get the coronavirus at this point uh, in the NBA. It's not necessary to to bring up Rudy Gobert every single time you have any kind of report on coronavirus as it pertains to the NBA. It, it's it's over. Let it go. Big props to Rudy for, for coming out, for apologizing, owning up to what he did, and now it looks like he's going to be doing as much as he can to try to you know spread awareness. Uh, as far as taking the proper precautions, I believe he donated like f- he's or is going to be donating like five hundred thousand um, dollars. I think not only to help uh, arena staff for the Utah Jazz, uh, but just also to help drive awareness. You know, once again about taking the proper precautions um, and, and thinking of others throughout this entire process. That's really um, the big takeaway for me, at least, is that not necessarily being concerned about what's going to happen to me. Um, but also just you know being very careful as far as um, you know possibly impacting other people. So please be considerate about that going forward, guys. So, um, but yeah, uh, there's been a bunch of news around the league um, as far as teams that are going to be contributing, uh, you know, financially to help back you know the the um, the arena staff workers all around the league while you know they're missing out on games, missing out on pay everything like that. Um, Matt Moore, who writes for the Action Network, he it goes by, um, I think it's HP Basketball, at HP Basketball on Twitter, or you could um, just search for Hardwood Paroxysm, P-A-R-O-X-ism. I, I don't, like I said, guys, not I'm not great with spelling and stuff like that. I am, but that's I that word is not in my vernacular whatsoever. I don't even know what paroxysm means. So just type hardwood and then P-A-R-O-X. I guarantee that he will come up for you guys, right? Let me, I'm going to run this little, uh, run, run this uh, little experiment while I have you guys here, right? Okay. So go along with me, go to Twitter, right? So you're going to Twitter, click on the little magnifying glass, search Twitter. I'm going to type in H-A-R. Now see, I follow him. So that's not really fair. Okay. Wood, hardwood, sorry, hardwood. 
P A R. So it's P A R O X Y S M. Y S M. I was close enough. Whatever. But that guy, he has actually been tweeting out a list of every single team that has publicly, you know, made um, basically a, a commitment to helping the the league here. So it looks like the last one he posted. So Grizzly, Hawks, Raptors, Nets, Cavaliers, Pistons, Suns. Pelicans, but he says no firm commitment, but we know Zion at least has come out and said that, which the players should not have to do this right, but hats off to those guys that are doing that. I believe it started with Kevin Love. Great job by Kevin Love. The Rockets, Mavericks, Pacers, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, I guess they're matching player contributions. That's kind of weird. Blazers, Wizards, Kings, Heat, reportedly, Magic, tentatively, which I mean, I kind of guess we'll get more into that in a second. Uh, Bulls, Nuggets, Warriors, Knicks, reported, not confirmed. Jazz, Celtics, they're reportedly planning. Sixers with Comcast Spectator, don't know really what that means. And then the Hornets, right? So um, I actually tweeted at Matt when I saw that he was putting a lot of this information out there. Um, You know, as far as what teams had contributed, I um, took a screen grab from the Orlando Magic press conference that I believe took place on Wednesday or, or Thursday Maybe that was Friday. With this stuff going on, guys, literally the the days are are blurring together, and it seems like that is just going to continue to happen as we move forward here. Anyways, where was I? So I took a screen grab of Alex Martins, basically saying that you know in the past, uh, whenever there have been any issues, that the Orlando Magic have done a good job of making sure they take care of their employees, and that he doesn't know exactly what that plan looks like going forward. But he doesn't think this time is going to be any different, meaning the Orlando Magic do plan on taking care of the arena staff members at the Amway Center. So huge, um, you know, huge. uh, What's the word that I'm looking for here? I can't even think of the word. Whatever, guys. It's 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 been a weird day, Um, but huge gesture. There we go. Thank you. Huge gesture by Alex Martins and the Orlando Magic. And then we have Mo Bamba, who tweeted out last night uh, that he is going to be um, financially contributing to the to you know the, the staff members at the Amway as well. Great job by Mo Bamba, man. I'll read this out loud. So he said, there's 250-plus Orlando Magic teammates of mine behind the scenes at Amway Center, and they always got my back, win or lose. So you can bet I got theirs, games or no games. And then he's got the little you know hands up emoji and the the money bag emoji so you know insinuating that he's going to be financially helping those individuals he hashtag magic above all hashtag pay it forward and tagged Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz so I don't know if that means that those guys are already involved with that and they plan on being involved in that going forward or maybe he's just trying to call out different teammates to kind of get everybody to contribute whatever they can here so just looking through the the twitch chat really really quick here pretty sure G League has been canceled too Yes, it absolutely has. Am I down to run some Fortnite? I don't really play Fortnite, to be fully honest with you. Tried it out a couple times. As far as combat goes, held my own. You know, I've played a lot of you know PUBG and stuff like that in my day, uh, primarily on the PC. But the whole building thing, I couldn't get into that. Couldn't get the hang of it. I would make it to like the bottom two, bottom three, or top two, top three, whatever you want to call it, and then kids would just like build like you know. The, the Freedom Tower in front of me in like three seconds. And once you got the upper ground, it's a it's a complete wrap there. Solar Bears should contribute too. Completely agree with that. Paroxysm, thank you, my boy. I got a, a guy in the Twitch chat here bringing me the definition. It is defined as a sudden attack or violent expression of a certain emotion. 
Interesting. Okay. And then Josh likes my uh, S Racer um, bootleg gaming chair back here. Pretty comfortable. You know, um, if you're looking for a, a pretty inexpensive gaming chair, I think I got this for like 80 or 90 bucks. Relatively inexpensive, I should say. Some of these gaming chairs are like 200, 250 bucks, depending on where you get it from. I got to tell you, it was not at all comfortable when I first got it. It probably took me a solid two months to really break this thing in. I'm a guy, I like a lot of uh, like tush cushion, right? Some tush cush. And um, it was hard on my bum for the first couple months after I bought this chair. But but thank you. I enjoy it. You know, it, it gets the job done. It can recline it and whatnot. So, and it looks cool. That's, you know, basically the biggest part of the whole thing. Um, you know, so I appreciate the compliment on the chair. So, so yeah, guys, that's really all I got. Um, I don't know you guys out there that have kids and whatnot, but this past week, I uh, finally saw Frozen 2. Um, those of you that don't already know, um, Disney has decided if you're subscribed to Disney Plus, with all this stuff going on, people being confined to their houses and stuff like that, they decided to to put Frozen 2 up on Disney Plus, you know, ahead of time before it's released on Blu-ray and all that kind of stuff. So watch Frozen 2. It's a good movie. Uh, Frozen 1, in my opinion, is still the superior film. But uh, yeah, definitely worth a watch um, if you've got time to do that. And then I think... Um, uh, the new Star Wars movie, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. I think they're they're going to be a, like uh, making that available for digital purchase. Um, you know, I guess it wasn't supposed to be out for a few more weeks or months or whatever. But if you haven't seen that movie, you, if you've seen all the other movies, you got to watch it, right? I'll let you guys form your own opinion on that. We won't get too much into that. Uh, apart from that, what have I been doing this week? Yeah, pulled out the old uh, PlayStation Two Slim. <sighs> Blew that off, blew the dust off. That was I was just trying to create some sound effects there. I apologize if you're listening to headphones and I just hurt your ears. But yeah, pulled out the the PS2, uh, fired up. What did I fire up? Some uh, some Tony Hawk Underground. Uh, the good thing about the PS2 Slim, obviously everyone knows that the PS2 is backwards compatible with PlayStation One games. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. I'm sure a lot of you guys have been doing that as well. I started to watch some uh, some speed run videos of, of people playing different video games playstation luke sylvia how dare you that's probably an xbox fan right there if i've ever heard one i want you guys to know the margin like people always try to to argue playstation versus xbox right the margin of the amount of sales in north america between playstation and like playstation's like way up here if you're watching this on the twitch so like picture this being like a line graph right playstation's all the way up here xbox is like Xbox, like, barely right there. PlayStation, like, has doubled what Xbox has done. Xbox is not superior. I completely disagree with that. Complete garbage. Anyways, so, where was I? People talking smack about PlayStation has really distracted me here. So, if you watched some speedruns, watched a speedrun of a classic PlayStation exclusive game, Metal Gear Solid, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, huge game um, in my childhood, at least. So Xbox Live started all. Get out of here. Whatever you say, man. Um, Xbox Live didn't start at all. That's not accurate. You could play online games on the PS2. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. Though. A lot of people have like this strong nostalgic attachment to Xbox Live, going back to middle school and, and high school and stuff like that. So yeah, Xbox Live, you know, got you know gaming pop in and everything like that in their party chats and stuff like that but 90 percent of people that i know now that play video games play video games on xbox you can do the party chat you can do all that stuff it's awesome right so 
going back to Metal Gear Solid. Try not to look at the Twitch chat right now and, and get off topic and, and keep getting distracted. So, I decided I found a, a copy of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, it's supposed to be playable. The the eBay buyer that I I bought this from has like thousands of ninety nine percent reviews. So hopefully the guy sends me a good copy. But I'm playing some Metal Gear Solid. Um, I found a copy of Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty for the PlayStation Two. I'm gonna be playing that. Um, what else did I buy? Oh, College Hoops 2K6. In my opinion, that is the one of the best college basketball games that I've ever played. Um, I'm going to see how it holds up, so I'm, I'm really interested in doing that. I tried to track down a copy of EA Sports NCAA Basketball 10. I believe that was the last college basketball game that was made. It had Blake Griffin on the cover. Tried to find a PS3 copy of that. And I've looked you know, over the years trying to get my hands on that, but you cannot find a copy of that for less than like 100 bucks. Okay, Completely ridiculous. I mean, if you want, but me as a PlayStation, I'm not going to complain. Uh, I'm not a video game lover anymore. I prefer to watch Vintage Ma- Magic on Twitter or YouTube to keep on the flow. And then from Cyrob, if the season does resume mid-summer-ish, would it be possible for us to see an Isaac return? Great question. Let's talk some Magic Basketball, right? Enough about this video game stuff as much as I love it, right? So Jonathan Isaac, could he possibly return if the, the season doesn't come back until like June or July. I don't know, right? So what Jeff Weltman came out and said, you know, about a month ago was that he expected Jonathan Isaac to miss the rest of the season. Now, in my mind, he's a smart guy. So he probably, you know, knows the season, the regular season ends, uh, you know, like the beginning of April, playoffs start the, the middle to end of April, right? He knew in his mind what the timetable was for Jonathan Isaac and said, he's going to be out Knowing we're probably going to be a first-round exit, he's going to be out the rest of the season, right? He's not going to be back before, like, May or anything like that. Maybe. Once again, the team doesn't ever tell us this kind of stuff, right? They don't give us timelines. So, with Jonathan Isaac, if we come back in, like, June or July, I've got to think at that point he could be healthy. If we're talking about June... He got, think about it, he got hurt on New Year's Day. So if we go to June, so February, March, April, May, June, that's five full months for a sprained knee. I think it's possible that he could come back. Now, does the team have an inclination to just sit him regardless, allow him to rehab? It's no secret, you know, sorry to burst your bubble if this is what you thought, but the Magic are more than likely not making, you know, the NBA Finals or winning the NBA Finals this year. So if they just look at it from a super long-term aspect and say, hey, we're just going to sit him the rest of the year, I mean, and and that's going to be that. Same thing with Al Farouk Aminu. I just don't know. Like, I would say it's like, I would say it's still unlikely that he comes back. But if he did, I wouldn't be completely shocked. It's got to be like a, I don't know, maybe 50-50. I'm just spitballing here because we really have no idea. This team doesn't give us anything to go off of, really, when it comes to you know speculation and stuff like that as far as when guys are coming back. The thing that I find just so interesting is really looking at the Brooklyn Nets and whether or not they decide to bring Kyrie and Kevin Durant back. That would completely change the complexion of the NBA and the playoffs you know, going forward for, for the rest of this year whenever they decide to resume play. I just don't think with, you know, the roster that they have right now, I don't think, you know, um, KD looks around and says, you know what, I'm coming off an Achilles. Let's try to win an NBA championship. I just don't think that he that he does that. 
will the NBA let players back? That's another good question. I don't. I they're definitely probably going to have to adjust the NBA calendar. You know, as far as like cutoff for guys joining teams to be eligible for playoffs and stuff like that. Um, I just don't know. I you know, uh, Kevin is. You know, I yeah, he's on the roster, so he's getting paid. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would think so. Um, you know, the Magic. I don't believe they use Jonathan Isaac's disabled player exception, so uh, perhaps that comes into whether or not he would be allowed to come back. Um, we're getting another question here. in the off season. Would you want to sign Demar Derozan? That's these kind of questions with me, guys. Um, it's always kind of tough because it just it depends on the context, right? It depends on. How much money he's looking for, just off of that, I'm going to say it's going to be a lot. And because of that, I'm going to say no, right? And then looking at things like what does he want his role to be? How is the team going to utilize him? Is he going to be the first option, second option, third option, whatever. A lot of things go into that you know, kind of thinking. But me personally, I would not like DeMar DeRozan back. Do you think they will ever make a college basketball video game again? I think you know, um, as we go forward, it's inevitable that at some point the NCAA is going to be, um, you know, uh, financially, uh, you know, rewarding finances to, to players at one point or another. I think that's just kind of the, the route that we're going, especially as we start to see other developmental leagues, you know, like the G League and stuff like that. Um, eventually, I feel like that's going to be, you know, or, or, you know, maybe like the, the XFL and, you know, other, um, you know, international leagues and stuff like that. All these things just increasingly becoming options to players who might, not necessarily, you know, want to play college basketball. I feel like they have to be competitive. If you just keep college basketball the same and these other avenues and other options just, you know, start to give more and more incentives as, you know, why come play in this league as opposed to college? I feel like college, whether or not you believe in in paying student athletes, um, if you are a fan of college sports, I feel like you just have to um, adopt that at some point. Um, I mean, college sports is always going to have, you know, one advantage, the fact that the kids are playing for their school and they're incredibly passionate and and everything like that. But my personal opinion, uh, I think that's just the way that things are going. And then I think once, you know, college athletes are able to make money off of their likeness, I definitely think the EA, uh, you know, EA Sports or 2K Studios, whoever, um, you know, Basically, I, I think that they're, uh, you know, going to make the decision to bring those those games back. That would be absolutely amazing. What what does a scholarship mean at that point? Yeah, it, that, that's a fair question as well. You know, they're getting, you know, uh, a free education. But a lot of the times these kids are one and done. They come in, they're very talented. They spend one year there and then they're gone. So the scholarship doesn't mean a whole lot to some of those kids. Chuma is not on the roster right now. The Magic did not sign him. Uh, they kind of deferred his rookie year so that he could rehab in Lakeland. And then, you know, probably next, I mean, it would definitely have to be next year for him to be able to join uh, and, and then go from there. Um, okay, spec your uh, opinion. Appreciate that. I don't know if DeMar would be a good fit here. Average defender at best that doesn't shoot threes. If you think Fournier slows our offense down, then you definitely wouldn't want DeMar. Um, yeah, I agree with most of that. Um, I don't know if the, the Fournier DeMar DeRozan comparison, uh, is fair because DeMar is a, is a much better player than, than Evan, even though he doesn't shoot threes, he's very efficient in the mid range, able to get to the free throw line, you know, get to, um, you know, uh, get to the basket, everything like that. So I don't necessarily know if, if that's really fair. So, but yeah, guys, um, the, the long and short of things guys is, we, it's going to be a while before we get 
Orlando Magic basketball back, before we get NBA basketball back, before we get, you know, really any sports back, unfortunately. That's just kind of seeing, you know, that's what, what I'm seeing, you know, coming up in the future and everything like that. But I appreciate you guys listening to the show, rocking with the show. We're going to continue to pump out shows every single Monday to try to keep you guys entertained, keep you entertained on your Mondays, all that good stuff, uh, you know, working on, you know, coming up with some new content ideas, um, not only on the podcast, but also across the social media accounts and everything like that. So uh, once again, like I said, still going through the process uh, of finding the co-host. I am hoping to have that ironed out uh, in the, the next couple of days or so, come to a decision uh, and, and then go from there. So uh, really exciting time uh, for the show right now, guys, uh, even though we don't have Orlando Magic Basketball. We're going to figure it out. We're going to keep things going, find a way to keep you guys interested. So I really appreciate that. Uh, That's all I've got uh, for this week, guys. I appreciate you listening to The Six Man Show. This has been your boy, Jonathan, and I will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!